What's up, everybody? It's Lexi D. Welcome back to Something to Consider. In this episode, I wanted to do a reflection and really just kind of add on to the episode I did previously where I was sharing with you all a situation in which I was being reminded to not be forceful. And I would be remiss if I switched to another topic as if This hasn't been something that's been weighing on my mind. It's actually a reason why I haven't recorded an episode sooner. It's because I was still processing and I was still working through some things. And so just to refresh your memory, first, if you haven't listened to that episode, please go back and listen to it for the full context. But to give some context for this episode, in that one, I spoke about a situation with a guy who I basically felt drawn to and I didn't really know why and I believe I don't know if I mentioned this in the episode if I didn't I'll mention it here one of my friends actually highlighted to me that that was something that is something to pay attention to where you have that feeling of being drawn to someone and not exactly knowing why that is and now I understand and so in that episode I shared with you all just kind of how I was choosing to use the situation where this person was not showing up in the way that I would have liked as an opportunity for me to not force things. And I would love to say that that was enough for me to just leave it there, but it wasn't, it really was not. That that was definitely a learning or an affirmation on my part in how to handle those situations, but it was something that still sat with me for a couple of weeks where I wasn't able to really get it off my mind, this situation with this guy. And for a little bit more transparency, I was running circles in my head. I was literally having an inner internal conflict where I was feeling on the one hand, I have all this logic and this wisdom that is telling me to just let the situation go. But on the other hand, I still have all these questions. And so really what it came down to for me and when i when i said earlier about my friend mentioning to to watch out for that feeling of being drawn to someone and not know why it was because he is what i would deem as emotionally unavailable or emotionally immature stick with me here okay so i have a history of being drawn to people and being in relationship, being in situationships with men who are emotionally unavailable and or emotionally immature. That is my history. That is my pattern. Now, I have gone to therapy to understand why that is and to give me the tools to move away from that, hopefully. But what I was reminded of in this situation and I have to say this over and over for my my own my own reminder is that although therapy helped me to recognize and kind of take a step back take a step back and recognize certain patterns in my life the reality is that there is still there's still things happening in the background there's still things happening subconsciously that sometimes I'm just not aware of And in this situation, this was a situation where subconsciously I was drawn to this person because they are 
like I said, what I would deem as emotionally unavailable. And that is something that is familiar to me. So what I learned in therapy is that when we find ourselves in these toxic situations or these unhealthy situations, it is usually because it is familiar to us. It is a pattern for us. And so on the one end, it's great that we can recognize it is a pattern, but on the other end, undoing that and making that something that is not a thing. So in my case, turning this into a dynamic where this doesn't exist, where I'm not drawn to these kinds of people, honestly, I'm still working out if that's even feasible or and if it is feasible, how to how to do that? My theory is this. My theory is that until I am in a space where I have more often than not longer standing and more impactful relationships with men who are emotionally available, then my familiarity index quotient whatever factor variable is going to be, <laughs> then I'm just going to be drawn to people who are emotionally unavailable because it's what's familiar to me. And I can't logic or, or reason myself out of something that is happening subconsciously until I consciously make an effort to consistently be in relationship with men who are aligned to what I want, which is someone who is emotionally available. Now, if you're getting tripped up maybe about why I'm saying this man, I'm deeming him emotionally available, it's because I'll say it like this. I've had few interactions with this man. I don't know that I've had enough to actually stand on that statement. But what I will say is this, what I've seen from him is not consistent with what I would see from men who are and just from people who are emotionally available. So I highly suspect that there is some emotional unavailability there. And that is part of the reason why I'm drawn to him because otherwise, this literally makes no sense. It does it does it makes no sense that I'm drawn to him in this way knowing that I want someone who's emotionally available, but it makes sense from what I've learned in therapy in therapy about how we work subconsciously and what we are drawn to. And once I had that revelation, everything else just made sense. I felt I don't know if it's fair to say everything else made sense, but I'll say it like this. I felt so much more relaxed and at ease with that level of awareness that really what it comes down to is I don't actually want this person. I want the situation because they don't want me. And when I took it a step further and I was like, well, what would it look like if this person were to were to switch it up and actually want me and pursue me in the way that I want. And I thought about it for a moment and I was like, I wouldn't want them. And I can say that pretty confidently because when I've been in similar situations where maybe it's not the person's made a switch, but a guy has wanted me and that's not the hurdle, right? They're pursuing me and that kind of thing. Where things would usually break down is in some incompatibilities. And so let's say, for instance, with this particular guy, he was to desire me. There are things that I know about him that beyond him not desiring me are deal breakers, are just non-starters for me. And so when I came to that revelation, it, it set me free 
from what I felt like was an emotional chokehold. I'm not kidding or being facetious when I say that I struggled with this for a few weeks where it just, it felt like daily my mind kept going back to this situation with him. And I felt like I couldn't quite get closure. And I felt like he had this power over me. And these were all clues to me that there was more digging that I needed to do, that this wasn't a situation that I could simply X out of my life and move on especially with the timing of it happening so closely to a prayer that I had a prayer that I had prayed where I prayed to God to show me the things that I need to do to be prepared to be a wife. And I feel like in this situation one of the things like learning or just having this awareness is being reminded of perhaps my own emotional unavailability because then that's the next step is like I'm drawn to this person. Okay, but why? Reminding myself, why Why have I been drawn to people who are literally not giving me what I want? What is happening here? Why is that a situation that is enticing to me? And I know the answer is familiar. It's, it's familiar, but also being reminded, why is this familiar? What is the genesis of this? So that I can consistently do the work to hopefully undo this as a habit of mine. And so on top of this, I was on top of this, I was actually tested pretty recently where I was in a room with him. And part of part of my slight urgency behind kind of trying to figure out what was going on here. One, I just was uncomfortable on a day-to-day basis. Like I felt like the situation that I was so preoccupied with it but also there was this event that I wanted to go to that I knew he was going to be at and I was so preoccupied with the situation y'all that I debated going or not and I just wanted to feel like I could put a bow on top of the situation and move on and go to the event and enjoy myself and thankfully that's what happened but this is also that even that kind of thinking is also a reminder to me of understanding, hmm, being reminded that I can't always time box things, that as much as I can be this logical, rational person who likes to get things done on my own time, get things get things done according to a, a plan and all of that, in some ways that's good, but when it comes to emotional matters, trying to push myself in that direction if i don't watch and i don't catch myself then i end up doing the very things that others have done to me that have really hurt me and in fact in my longest standing situationship one of the biggest one of the biggest issues i faced with that guy was that i felt like he was dismissive and he minimized my emotions and so what i've been reminded of is like if i feel compelled to rush myself through this process of closure or just processing what's happening, then sometimes I find myself tiptoeing into the space of being dismissive and minimizing my own feelings. And so (laughs) this was actually something that I was pondering more. I was on the treadmill and I walk on the treadmill. I walk a couple miles on the treadmill. And so I was having this thought process and I decided to 
open my notes app on my phone and just jot down everything that was going on internally. And I kept asking myself these questions. And one of the things I was asking was like, if I go to this event, knowing that I feel this way, knowing that I'm going to feel uncomfortable around this person. And this was something that I was thinking about before I had the revelation of being drawn to him because he's because he might be emotionally unavailable. And I was asking myself, you know, if I go to this event and I'm not okay, like I'm feeling uncomfortable, is that being dismissive? Like, how do I honor my feelings in these spaces? Because what I felt contention about was how do I honor the fact that I feel uncomfortable with the thought of seeing this person? Again, this was before the revelation with the desire that I have to go to this event and to meet people. These are both needs that I have. I have these emotional needs where I'm feeling uncomfortable in this space, but I also have this need of of wanting to meet and network with people who are in a similar industry as me. And and so like, how, how do I do both? And that's where I was stuck. And that is where I decided it's time for me to pray. I had been doing all of these kinds of gymnastics in my head and just externally, externally, internally, I was looking up content on YouTube, on TikTok, trying to decipher and figure out how to deal with the situation. It kept coming back to rejection to me. And I'm like, why is this rejection so hard? And it wasn't until I prayed. Once I prayed and I made a conscious effort to pray, that's when the revelation happened. That's when it clicked to me. And let let me also be clear here. This wasn't something that immediately happened during prayer. I want to say this was maybe my second time praying about the situation. And in that prayer, it definitely took me some time. It took some time to get through it, but I stuck with it and God answered as he always does. He answered my prayer clearly. And as soon as it came to me that I was drawn to this person because they are likely emotionally unavailable, it just, like I said before, it just felt like peace washed over me just having that awareness. And so being able to step in that room and see him there, I'm not going to lie, there was still a little bit of anxiety there, but we greeted each other and it was fine. And I enjoyed myself for the rest of the night. So with this episode, there's maybe a few things for you all to consider. Just kind of jumping around here, considering And remembering if you are someone who follows Christ, remembering the power of prayer. And I even jotted down in my notes app. Listen, I use that notes app. Okay, y'all. I jotted down in my notes app kind of like a framework for when I'm swirling and I need to make that decision to pray. I jotted down symptoms. And so that was something that came out of this was a reminder to pray and to pray consistently. And... So some other things to consider could be that if you are also on your healing journey, then understand that there's not an ending point. So even though I have this level of awareness, clearly there's still things that I am susceptible to. There are still patterns that I am susceptible to repeating, but hopefully as was the case with this, I will come to some sort of awareness before there's like some severe damage or some additional trauma that I'm now having to endure. This is a situation where 
If I didn't have the wisdom that I did, I would likely still be pining after this person. And that's where I'm like, okay, I'm growing, I'm making changes. And yes, it is. it has sucked for a few weeks emotionally, but just being reminded that on your healing journey, that it is a journey, it's not linear, it's not a destination, it is a journey. So with that, I want to thank you all for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please do make sure to rate it and I will speak to you all in my next one.